there. We are talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! Hey everyone! Hey guys! Today we're talking to you about the power of attention. Intention. Intention. There's this song that I actually really, you know that Justin Bieber song? No. It's like, it's the picture perfect song. How does it sound? Can you give us a little? Well, not going to sing. I'm pretty close to being willing to, but there's a part that says, shower you with all my attention. These are my only intentions. So if you knew how much I've listened to that song in the last few weeks, you know why I mixed that up. Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) we'd, we'd better recognize it if you could just sing a little bit. Maybe maybe another time. Okay. <laughs> All right. The power of intention. Um, we're talking about this for some really good reasons. Um, first of all, let's just kind of check in here, right? Like, have you ever thought thoughts like this? I can't change. My brain can't change. Or people don't change. Or this will always be a problem. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I know I have. Right? And I've, I I know of a, a psychiatrist who, he actually believes that people just don't change. Right? Like, <laughs> and part of me is just like, is that a little bit sad that the person providing the care thinks that? A little bit, maybe. Uh, or a therapist that says, this will always be a problem with porn. Right? Yeah. When you're married, it'll always be a thing. Um, anyway, and then I know that we just fall into this sometimes right so fyi yeah if you're hiring someone to help you in you know whether you're getting a psychiatrist a therapist or a coach this it's like a client service industry i think we forget that sometimes yeah so i mean one of my favorite things about people that i hire are people that believe in me even when i don't so like you want to find someone who can take you to where you want to go yeah okay that's a good point yeah like before hiring someone make sure that they believe you can change because <laughs> <laughs> you know as a, as a human it's really normal to ebb and flow in your individual belief and to me the role of a coach is to sustain that belief for me while I'm ebbing and flowing in my belief yeah yeah and we're not saying you need to change this is no. for people who want, want to, change, to change but feel like maybe they can't right so so just check in with yourself, right? Because if it's not possible to change, and if that's where you're at in your mind, then you may as well turn off the podcast and go home right now and just give up, right? Like, that, that's the starting point. If you do not believe you can change on your goals here in the way that you want to, then there's no use doing any of it. So it's really important to check in and just see where you're at with this. But there, if there's any part of you that's wondering if you can change, like a, like pay attention to that flicker of hope or desire because that might be a desire of possibility. Yeah, and you can grow it, you can expand it for mm-hmm. sure, okay? And one of the ways that you do that is using intention, okay? So um, that's, this is part of why we're talking about intention today. Intention is a built-in superpower that we have as humans, right? 
And it's pretty much the starting point for any sort of growth or change, um, in, in, at least intentional <laughs> growth or change. Um, it has to do with where you're directing your energy and your conscious focus, right? Um, and it's something that only you can do, right? You have total agency to do whatever you want to do with it. And I also think it can be almost like a, a compass, right? Like where you're directing your attention, it will lead the way for anything that you're doing. It kind yeah. of starts there, in my opinion. Do you have any thoughts you'd add on that? No, it just reminds me of that phrase, like where your intention goes, the energy flows. Something like that. Something, yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. And um, it's a thing, guys. So um, when you're looking at any kind of habit change, intention is so important uh, because you have the autopilot side of your brain, right? That's like 90 to 95% of the time going on. Um, but you can also retrain that autopilot side of your brain, right? Almost like you're training your pet or something. Um, but it all starts with intention. And if you're intending to retrain it or change it in some way, okay? So a few examples of ways you can use intentions um, that came to mind for me are for remembering things, right? Like if you're studying for a test for school, for example, like you have the intention when you read that thing mm -hmm. to have it stick <laughs> and yeah. stay in your brain, right? Yeah. And then your brain actually goes through and sifts through that while you're sleeping and decides what to keep. And... Yeah, I remember when I was younger, my mom telling me, that it can be a good time to like run through what you learned right before bed because your brain will just go to work for you. But I love that idea with, you know, with habit change or things that we want to manifest or problems that we haven't solved is like that idea of like setting an intention, you know, at various parts of the day, but also even at bedtime. Yeah, totally. Um, another example of how to use an intention is... This is from James Clear, Atomic Habits. You know I reference this all the time. He talks about the idea of an implementation intention. Uh, so if you are <clears throat> starting to use the skill of making decisions ahead of time in your habit change, which is highly recommended, um, you can set the intention of how you want to implement it. So for example, when this happens, blank, I will do this. Blank, mm -hmm. right? Like when I notice this sort of trigger, I will go to this note in my phone to remind myself what I'm what I want to think in that moment or ask myself, right? Like or what new habit you're trying to do in that moment. Were mm -hmm. you gonna say something? Yeah, I was just gonna say like when we do shift our beliefs systems or we come up with new thoughts that we intentionally want to think to to teach ourselves something a term that I would like to just self-coin for myself in this moment <laughs> is like intention expansion, right? So when we do learn something about ourselves around a, a singular event, we can also set an intention like, and also when other circumstances like this arise, I will know this, right? Like I think 
sometimes what I've done in the past is like I, I experience something with a human, a certain interaction, and I really like dial in to how to how I want to think and show up in that situation with that person. But what I've realized is I can also, when I learn that, I can expand that. When all people do these things or say these things, I can blank, blank, blank. Mm, yeah, I like it. Cool. So you got the specific side and then you can expand it into other things. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And like let your brain go to work doing that for you. Okay. Yeah, I, I think um, starting with specific can be a little more clear and practical in the moment but then the the expansion totally. part comes as sometimes without even yeah it's true doing it on purpose right it's totally yes totally true it can happen like organically and it can also happen intentionally i guess okay intentionally <laughs> um another way to do this like especially if you're doing thought work or coaching with us or working on your mindsets right um you can have an intention to believe something new to think a new thought right that creates a new feeling and drives new actions for you so um, that's another way another thing that I just thought of while we we're talking is I think you can also use intention to heal you can oh, for sure. set an intention to heal in a certain way mm-hmm. right and I think there's a lot of power behind that yeah right um, or to just, yeah, to help others mm-hmm. heal, right? It can go both ways there. So, um, any other examples of intentions, how to use intentions there that come to mind? Just If they do, yeah. well, don't okay. worry. Okay, but yeah, this, this idea of setting an intention, right, is kind of a, a useful thing to consider. You can set an intention in a way that serves you best right so a question to ask yourself as you get started on this is um can we set the intention to go a certain direction and at the same time give ourselves allowance to be where we are at in the process of change right that's really important because part of why we stop believing we can change i think and stop setting intentions in this way Right? Like maybe you just want to give up on your goals to quit your habit of looking at porn. Um, It's because we make it so hard on ourselves for being where we're at in relation to where we're going. Mm -hmm. Right? And so it's not very motivating to even set an intention to go somewhere else because of how we beat ourselves up for not being far enough along or if we're still being where we're at for this much time or since Mm -hmm. we're this age or right and so if we don't even make room for us to be where we're at then we make it so hard on ourselves to set an intention for growth or change in this way right but then you miss out on that power and you miss out on the opportunity to change and you're still using your intention, but just not really on purpose, right? You're kind of using it to just repeat the same habits. Yeah, I like that idea of like, <coughs> I know we're saying this word like millions of times, but it's like <laughs> unintentional manifestation, right? Of your current results. Like we're, you're always manifesting something, whether intentionally or unintentionally. So you just get to decide how you want to direct your brain. And I love the idea of how slight and small it can be. You know, we talk about like the power of it, but it doesn't mean that we have to like 
doesn't mean we have to exert crazy amounts of energy to make it happen. Yeah, totally. And to make it easier for you, uh, we broke this down into how to use your power of intention more effectively in four steps. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sound good? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so... You read the first one, I'll read the next one. Ooh, all right, a little uh, podcast <laughs> tango or something. Okay. I mean, <laughs> if you a want to call dance. it that. Okay, uh, <laughs> step one on how to use your power of intention more effectively is ask yourself, Is it if it's all possible, what do you want to go towards, okay? So maybe it's a goal that you have... Um, or maybe for this example, we could use the belief that I can change, right? Like if you feel kind of stuck thinking you can't change, yeah. um, if it's possible to know that you can and to actually change, right? And to believe that, maybe that that can be your thing, right? My brain can change. My habits with porn can change, okay? Yeah. So Another way you can ask that is like, if I wasn't afraid of anything, what would I want? Yeah. Maybe that's more what I see sometimes with, with my people. Right. It's like, if you weren't afraid of anything, then what? Yeah. If the blocks that you think are there are no longer there, then what? Yeah. Or if it was impossible to fail, mm-hmm. what would you want? Right? Yeah. It can uh, put your brain in a space to just, a useful space to identify what is it that you want to go toward, right? Mm-hmm. So that's step one. Step number two is officially set your intention. So I love this, and it's simple, but like, what are what's an example? Like, let's just say someone's out there like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, what would you say? I would say that you already know how to do it. I think we all do it every day, right? It, and it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, for me, I think it's just having a little moment of officially deciding, like, hey, this is what I want to what I intend to go towards. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of invite my brain and my body to get on board with this and go this direction with me. Yeah. And I think you can do you can do that. You can invite your brain and your body and you can invite the universe to do to co-create with you. You can invite God to be involved. Right, right. Whatever resonates with you. And also you can set intentions without words. Yeah. Like you can set it with a clear visual, which I've been realizing this year how much I've done that in my life and without even knowing where I've literally like set, it's almost like subconsciously set intentions for things that I want. And then suddenly I realize I'm living them. <laughs> so um, there are lots of different ways to do it. So those are a few examples. Yeah. So we would invite you to get curious of how that what that looks like for you, right? Just kind of play with it. Um, step three, let it be okay to be where you are at, right? This is part of what holds that space for you to set an intention and be where you're at and not want to give up and crawl into a hole somewhere because you feel so bad about yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And number four is ask yourself, if this is my intention and if failures and mistakes are okay as part of the process of learning and changing and developing out who I want to be, what is my approach today? What does that look like today, right? You don't have to overwhelm yourself with like trying to become a completely different person. You know, if you think about like a billionaire, someone who's like a billionaire, 
he may not have been doing anything that differently than what you're you're doing. Like him 10 years ago, it might have been pretty much the same thing. And he may have just set a few minute, tiny intentions for the day to just shift things, shift the degree, yeah. little by little. Just lots of little things along the way. Yep. Yeah, and then something I like to keep in mind too is it's not about maintaining your intention perfectly 100% without fail throughout, right? Like We're not robots. Yeah, and you'll, you will drop out of it at times. Um, it's, it's more about getting quicker at noticing when you drop out of it and then learning how to bounce back into it quicker and quicker. And the more that you can just keep coming back to it, you will get faster at this with your when it's a new intention that you start with like you'll start noticing it more and mm-hmm. you'll get faster at coming back to it until it does become more the norm for you to stay in it right yeah. um and but you also don't have to stay in it perfectly all the time to experience the power of this right um in a huge way yeah it's just like a like a spiral of growth or a spiral of healing like we really want to allow for our humanity in anything we're moving towards. Yeah. Yeah, and um, like Lindsay mentioned earlier, that idea of it's, this is just a saying, mm-hmm. um, like where your intention goes, energy flows, right? It When you're using your energy in this way, it really can be like magic um, when you're using this superpower more effectively, right? Like what seems impossible will suddenly be happening. Um, change will occur. Growth will accelerate. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, it could be worth noting for yourself or asking yourself, where is this already happening unintentionally? Because your energy is already flowing towards something and getting you certain results in your life. So if mm-hmm. you have everything you want, it might be like helpful to just mm-hmm. become aware, like, how am I unintentionally doing this? Because this is awesome. Or if there's stuff that you want to change, it could be like, hmm, what do I have to learn here, right? If it's already happening, what can I learn? Is there something I do want to tweak? Totally. Love it. Um, And then, you know, coaching is one method of working on this stuff and getting a little bit more clear on it. Like talking with someone who has that different perspective, the coaching perspective, Mm -hmm. um, doing it with a witness Right, there's something really powerful about that and that curious, compassionate uh, space full of patience, right? Taking the rush out of it um, and just asking questions, right? Um, I see this with clients sometimes where we'll be in our session and they'll just kind of feel stuck for a moment and be like, yeah, but this is just what I think and I can't think that other way that I want to think, right? But what if we don't let ourselves stay in that space, right? What if we are willing to come back to, okay, it feels that way, but oh yeah, my brain can change and it is possible to think what I want to think, even if it's kind of a process to get there Um, and be willing to kind of play the game, do the dance, right? Like do the writing, do the self-coaching, just play with different questions. Yeah. And I love the idea of play. Like, if you think of kids on a playground, like, they're doing all these cool tricks and they're trying things and there's things they're doing and realizing, oh, maybe I don't like that. Oh, maybe I love this. Like, what if you could approach it from 
like a playful energy instead of a, I need to, I have to, I should be, if I don't, then what? If I think when we're approaching it with more of a playful, curious, from a more playful, curious space, we're going to have um, more access and to answers yeah. and things that are working for us. Yeah, and to change, to shifts, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but, well, I think I do just from things you've shared with me, um, but correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, is like what can feel so stuck as a belief in one moment if you're willing to just get curious and kind of question and play with it, especially in a coaching setting, um, you know, five, 10 minutes, 20 minutes later, suddenly you can feel in a totally different space in your mind that feels so much more aligned with the goals you're going for um, and just serves you that much more and gives you one more moment of practicing being in that space that you're intentionally going towards. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so. Stop making it all about working harder and hustling more, right? And start using your intention more effectively. That's the invitation. It's a much more efficient use of energy. And the question to end with, I think, is how will you use your power of intention today? Yeah, if anything were possible, if fear of failure wasn't a thing, what do you want? Yeah. All right. right. So glad you guys joined us. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us. Whether it's for both of you or just yourself, you'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. And to our current clients, we love you. And thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.